Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. In this episode, I want to talk about something that I've been noticing, which is that we look to successful people, and generally in our society, success means wealth. And so we look to these wealthy, rich people and try to deduce down their habits and apply them to our lives. And that makes sense, right? It does. However, there's certain habits that that they're afforded because they are rich, right? And, and they have the time and so forth. In a way, it's like saying that the old argument of like, well, Beyonce has uh, 24 hours in her day no different than you. It's true that we both, you know, live in this time reality. However, at the current stage that Beyonce is, she has a support system around her, right? <coughs> Excuse me. If, if she never wants to physically clean her house herself, I don't even know if she does, she wouldn't need to, right? She can hire somebody for that. Whereas I imagine you're not necessarily in a position to do that. And so the argument kind of falls apart there. And therein lies the nuance of really adopting habits from successful rich people. We have to understand that there is a difference between us and them. And instead, what you have to kind of look at and and really study is how did they get there? What were they doing at the time that... Of the place they were at when I was where I'm at right now, you know, or as close to that as possible, because those are the habits you want to adopt, you know, um, because a, a, a lot of times when it comes to self help and self development and so forth, I think there's a debilitating thing um, where. And sometimes it baffles my mind. Like, I've been on the phone with somebody who's called me, mind you. And they're like, hey, can I get your advice? And I'm like, sure. And so we're talking for like five, ten minutes. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, you know what? Um, Sorry, I got to go. I I have a meditation thing, but I'll give you a call back in like 30 minutes. And the meditation thing that they're talking about is really self-imposed. It's not like a class that they've signed up for or it's costing them money and anything. It's just part of their thing. And it's like, okay, then... I mean, that's fine, but why do you think then I'm going to like just allow you to then call me as if it's not like I got stuff going on as well. And if you called me, I'm giving you what I got and you're cutting it short, then uh, that seems rather crass to like suggest. Um, And I know that's like a very small example, but I bring it up because I just see people shoot themselves in the foot on certain things. And it's not to say that like, I'm devaluing the need for rest and for taking care of yourself and setting boundaries. But I think because the pendulum has been so far towards the toxic end of things that like we're just trying to make up for it by swinging it the complete opposite way and um, you, you know just kind of to use an improper word like hedonistic in a sense. Like we're not really caring for the the soul and the spiritual part we're just you know like whatever feels good right and it's the short-term aspect of it 
And so what we really have to really start kind of thinking about is this idea of practical self-help. You know, what, what accomplishes the dreams and ambitions that you have and yet still allows you to take care of yourself in this moment that you're at? Because as you grow successful and you have more resources and more money and uh, you know, people around you, more of a support system, then yeah, you can wake up go surfing or meditate for three hours and do yada, yada, yada. Um, But I don't know. You know, I can only speak for myself ultimately. And I just know I don't have that luxury uh, ultimately. You know, I, I, I make the time for, for rest and so forth. But, you know, for example, with like my second feature film, um, you know, no one's paying me to make that. In fact, I'm the one flipping the bill for it. And so I'm using up vacation time. I'm using up uh, my nights and my weekends along with the rest of the production team, ultimately, to try to do this, you know, in hopes uh, of a delayed gratification that, you know, something will come of it. Right? And so, you know, especially, like, as we get into the filming aspect of it, we're going to be filming just a little bit shy of two weeks, and then there's, there's going to be days that we have to grind. I know in particular for me, I'm going to have to grind. But I just also don't know all, an alternative. And we think that a balance is ultimately this idea that, you know, each and every day, you know, I have to do my meditation. Each and every day I have to do, um, you know, I'll get my work in. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, you know, see my friends and so forth. It's like that's not ultimately what balance is, you know. Um, not everything fits within that day, especially when you're starting off or, you know, kind of at the beginning side of it. You know, I enjoy seeing my friends as well, but collectively we're on the same, we're all in the same sort of boat. And so we pick and choose our moments. It's not like um, every week we're just, you know, doing random stuff, but, uh, but we will pick and choose our moments to, you know, do happy hour together or, you know, get together for game night or, you know, go see a movie or an escape room, whatever the case may be, right? So, and, you know, no different than, like, ultimately, like, right now, in the preparation to the movie, I can have the ability to, you know, meditate and, you know, kind of take things a little bit easier. But when, I I just know when I'm going to be filming, I'm not going to be afforded that luxury. And that's okay, because it's only, you know, it's two weeks and things like that. Like, I do the self-help stuff, so that way I can have moments like that and be okay, you know? It's like this idea, you, you train to be a warrior so that way, like, when called upon, you're ready. And for me, that's the ready side of it. Um, so we think we, we have to, like, start seeing things in more nuanced ways. Because if you just study what Beyonce is currently doing, it's not going to apply to you. Or pick whoever. It doesn't have to be Beyonce. Um, and it, but at the same time, I'm not saying you shouldn't study those people and, and, and see their habits and what's kind of working for them and so forth. You know, there's always something to be gained. And, uh, you know, you can create your own version of it that applies to your life. But that takes time and effort and work. And so you have to be willing to do that. And understand that you have to figure out how to translate. It's like, you know, taking something that's French and translating to English. You know, certain things will be lost in translation, but, you know, what's the best fit 
that, that, that you can get that, that still encompasses the meaning, or in this case, um, the benefit, right? So that's something I want you to consider, you know, um, which is kind of interesting in, in and of itself, really, because anytime, like, I'm speaking to you right now, or I have conversations uh, with friends or clients that I coach and so forth, you know, the, the thing of it is, I'm the one doing, like, it's easy to talk and things like that, and, you know, that's why, like, we can be so easily motivated because, you know, they're just ideas, and we like the idea of us doing action and so forth, but really, what it comes down to is the action, and certainly in the coaching perspective, the, the work comes down to the client, not me, you know, my work is in telling them and, and getting them to, to focus and seeing things in a different way or, or, you know, breaking it into smaller chunks and so forth. But they got to do the work. And in that sense, if you have dreams and ambitions of your own, all these, all these things, right, um, the developmental aspect has to be in service of something. You know? So think about that for you. You know? Um, and that's why I call myself the 360 Creative Coach, because all these things are intertwined. You can't be a successful artist without, you know, having your head on straight, <laughs> you know, to, to be sort of um, crass and colloquial about it, right? If, if, if you're not well uh, mentally, you're not going to be able to succeed. Or certainly you, you might, you will. I mean, plenty of people, you know, could, would benefit from therapy that are successful, um, and they get things done, but how much of an easier time could they have or imagine the things that they could have done without that bag of bricks that they're carrying around, right? So these are all things to ponder. Um, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to somewhat of an esoteric um, episode. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, I'm sure you have questions or thoughts of your own. So please go ahead and comment down below or hit me up on social media at PhilSvitek. Let's chat. Let's, let's get a dialogue going. Um, you know, I always love learning about people's specifics um, because when I have specifics, I can answer better. Right? This is a broad generalization that I try to apply to anyone. Uh, but that also makes it difficult because, you know, each of us have our own circumstances. Anyway, thank you. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time.